It's 15 minutes of shame. I'm going to take my announcer voice and put it in this drawer right over here. Okay, I'm not going to use it tonight. I'm going to just talk like a regular dude. Mikey Adams here. How you doing? I got my friends Bill Smith and Ben Kitchen over here. What's up, dude? They're like hanging out with me. We're going to do 15 minutes of shame. This is where we take 15 minutes, basically, and shame the shit out of people who deserve it. You know. All the assholes out there. So if your name isn't mentioned in this uh, 15 Minutes of Shame episode, you, you, you're clear. You're clear. You're good to go. Okay? <laughs> okay? Brought to you by Pro Automotive. Pro Automotive. Now, where is Pro Automotive? Well, they have two locations in Webster, and they have one in Dudley, Massachusetts. And you say, well, what? it's worth the drive, believe me, to get credible, honest, absolutely professional car repairs done to your car. Period. Pro Automotive. They're putting the pro back in Pro Automotive. <laughs> They're great. I swear by them. Sometimes I just swear anyway. Uh, how you guys doing? All right? Yep. I'm doing all great. right. Yep. Shame on doing you. All, why, why, why? <laughs> Shame on you. Uh, you know what? I, can, can I just tell you what I'm saying? First of all, I'm on fire on Twitter. Really? Fire! Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter two places. At Planet Mikey. Yep. Uh, and the other one is at Mikey Adams 420 What's the 420 for? Uh, it's just a number I came up with. Oh, okay. you know. <laughs> I, I would say it's Adolf Hitler's birthday, but nobody liked him. Oh, good God. Nobody liked him. Yeah, somebody it's liked also him. The, it's also the date I got busted at a car wash. Hmm. <laughs> Back in 1994. April 20. And shame on me. Yeah. You know, shame on me for being vacuuming my car at 2 o'clock in the morning on my way home from NECN late at night, because that's what led to it. Was smoking pot more fun when it was illegal? Uh, no, there was more adrenaline involved because you always had to look in your rearview mirror like David Crosby. <laughs> Speaking of which, rest in peace. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, uh, on that song, Almost Cut My Hair? Yep. Like looking in the rearview mirror and seeing a police car. You know, that he was always paranoid because he was always on drugs. I met that guy down at, uh, what's it called, the Twitter Center? Tweeter Center? Yeah, David Crosby? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, that's when I used to be Bill Smith. You know, we get these little passes and On the stuff. radio. Yeah. And uh, he was real nice, very nice guy. And then one morning... <laughs> I was on WZLX doing the morning show, and he strolled in all by himself. There he was. We looked down the hall. It was all these glass walls down there at the time in the Hancock Tower. And he just strolled on in. Yeah. And he said, hi, I'm here to do an interview. And But nobody booked him. He came to the wrong station. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was great. So they, they did the interview anyway? We had a wonderful time. Yeah, he's a good guy. It's weird when you meet people uh, out of context, you know, from their normal gig, and, they, and they're uh, human. You know, it's like they're human beings. I remember when Joan Jett came into the radio station, you know, she walked in and I, I go, oh, Joan Jett. She goes, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, she said, I thought, oh, well, at least she's like she you'd expect her to be. David Crosby says, don't ask me to sing. So we had, we had there was a guitar in the studio. He's a guitar player. He so played. We waited. I said to the guy during one of the breaks, I said, how long is it going to take before he grabs the guitar? And does something with it. And sure enough. Did he play Long Time Coming? No. He just sat there and strummed it. Didn't sing, but uh, he had it in his hand. It was good. Well, that's good. That's yeah. better than, you know. Shame you, on you, us. Can uh, we throw him a few bucks? Maybe he sings for you. I didn't record that. It was just one of those moments that now lives out in space. So my main piss off, the, the, the shame thing, is gen, the gender discussion. I'm getting so sick of it. Honest to God. What is it, Mike? What's bugging oh, you? Oh, it's like, okay, now you got the Catherine Clark's son who became her his her daughter somewhere along the line and changed his name got arrested for d- putting graffiti on 
it's part of the Boston Common. What Hanging is out with the Antifa mob. Hanging around mob? with and by the way, Antifa. Can I ask you what what's their big fucking deal? They I somebody tweeted me on uh, uh, from Antifa something I said pissed them off, and I wrote and it said right in the person's profile Antifa BLM you know he they him her oh, she whatever they had all that stuff going on, and I said okay you're Antifa. Why don't you go destroy something valuable and make everybody hate your guts, like you like you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. What's the point, Antifa? What are they trying to do? Well, it's funny they call themselves Antifa, like anti-fascists. Well, but where are all the fascists? <laughs> but they're, they're, they're like Mussolini. The, I know. I mean, they're doing all the fascist stuff. Come on, man. They're misguided men. That's so stupid. Anyway, shame on Antifa, and they can GFY. Oh uh, no, GFT. Go themselves yeah anyway get the pronouns I'm right i'm so right. used on twitter when yeah. someone gives me a hard time i just write you know what gfy and i can, if if anyone asks me i can say it means good for you huh. but I, I block people i block assholes on twitter all the time because i just don't want to hear them you know yeah so shame on me for being you know uh intolerant short, yeah intolerant with no with no patience i'm like a bad doctor well, you no le- patience you got rid of your uh, your anger issue though I'm, I'm not angry about anything, yeah. and don't you forget it, <laughs> uh, Ben. What do you have? Who? What? What do you? Who are you going to shame now for us? I'm not entirely sure who deserves to be shamed in this scenario, but there was a uh, news report that just came out today. Uh, sadly, a man in Kansas while driving lost his life. Can you guys guess how he lost his life? No. I mean, he was driving. The chimp choked him to death? No, no. This wasn't any which way ra- but loose. a random guess. A uh, driver pulled up alongside and shot him? Nope, he got shot in the back by his dog. What? Whoa! His dog, he had his rifle in the back, and his dog was in the back of his truck. No milk bones for you! His dog stepped on oh. the rifle, and it shot the man in the back. It killed mm-hmm. him? And it killed him. Yeah. Didn't this dog see the sign that said, don't step here, like they have on the side of the plane, on the the wings? That poor guy never knew what happened. Just boom, gone. I know. But you know what? If he did know, he'd be worse, because he'd be so sad before he died. What happened to the dog? I think they put it down. And Yeah, the guy's in the front dying, and he goes, best friend, my ass. But this came, um, as I was reading on this story and digging a little bit deeper, there's a trend uh, happening here in November. Yeah. A Turkish man, also 32 years old. The guy who was killed was 32 years old in Kansas. Mm-hmm. But this man in Turkey, also 32, uh, died after his dog stepped on a shotgun. Oh. What's with these dogs stepping out? So that's my, that's my thing. I, who do I shame? The owners? Hey, you know what? Uh, when in doubt, in Kansas. The dogs? You know what the most popular way to die in Kansas is? They're just being Someone, dogs. Toto Someone shoots drops you? a house on you. <laughs> <laughs> and Kansas, she said, is the name of the star. Right, now, we represent the Lollipop Guild. Shame on both of you. My favorite one is, <laughs> no, my, my favorite was the guy that goes, This is a day for independence for all the munchkins and their descendants. And no, and the, my second favorite is the one that goes, as coroner, I ravaged her, I raped her, and I plundered her, and she's not with that guy. Right, the fat one? <laughs> yeah, that's the, the deleted scene, I think. Now, here's, speaking of rapes, I, and I hate, I hate crime. I'm an I'm a anti-crime. I'm a law and order, I'm a law and order guy mm-hmm. from way back yep. when. But three troubling things happen involving the word rape. And I think that second to murder, rape is the, is the one that should give you the death penalty. Maybe that's a little harsh, but no, I don't think so. You know, think about it. 
Uh, think about being uh, what's his name uh, in the, the in the um, the movie uh, Deliverance. You know, rape is a very bad thing. Ned Beatty. Ned yeah. Beatty. Yeah. I mean, in heaven now, he's probably still squealing like a pig. Pretty mouth. Four males were arrested in connection with the rape of an LSU student. Her name was Madison Brooks, and there was a picture on the site I found this story on. Beautiful girl. Mm. Okay. The rapes uh, preceded her dying after being hit by a car, according oh. to the deputies. Oh, man. East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office says Brooks was raped before she was hit and killed by a car on January 15th. The uh, perpetrators, Kayvon DeAndre Washington, 18, and a 17-year-old unidentified minor charged with third-degree rape. Everett Lee, 28, and Kaysen Carver, 18, were charged with principal to third-degree rape, which means they were present, but they did not participate in the alleged crime, allegedly. So basically, she was pretty hammered, and she left the <laughs> she, bar with those guys? Exactly. Oh. Carver admitted that he and other males went to Reggie's Bar near the LSU campus and drank alcohol. He said Brooks left the bar with them and was very unstable on her feet, was not able to keep her balance, and was unable to speak. So when you're unable to speak, you're unable to deny permission. Mm-hmm. You're unable to consent. Exactly. That was the word I was looking for. I know. Consent. That's why I'm here. Shame on you, Ben. He said Brooks asked for a ride home, according to the warrant. He said Washington and the 17-year-old asked Brooks to have sex with them and that she agreed. Of course they'll say that. Oh, okay. Car- All right, go ahead. Carver told investigators he believed Brooks was too drunk to understand that she was consenting to sex, and, and he hated it. The warrant reads, he said they later dropped Brooks off in a neighborhood near the scene where she was hit and killed by a car on Burbank Drive. Now, so you're the parents of this lovely LSU student. Yep. And guess what? Thanks to Kayvon DeAndre and his friend, she's dead. Hmm. Awful. Now, second rape story. You ready for this? A woman has accused former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson of raping her sometime in the early 1990s. Now, that would be, what, 30 years ago? Yeah. There's a lawsuit filed in Albany, New York. The woman is suing for $5 million. She said Tyson raped her in a limousine after she met him at an Albany nightclub and that she has suffered from, quote, physical, psychological, and emotional injury in the years since then. 30 years worth. Does she have any proof of this encounter? Well, she, the woman's affidavit doesn't provide a date, but says it only, that only, she only says it happened in the early 90s, around the same time that beauty pageant contestant Desiree Washington said Tyson raped her in Indianapolis. Tyson was convicted in 1992, Served three years in prison. We all remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on, upon the com- completion of his sentence, people realized that that was probably the first time he'd completed a sentence. <laughs> Shame on you, Mike. <laughs> anyway, the woman said that in her, in her affidavit that she got in Tyson's limo and the boxer immediately started touching her and trying to kiss her. Here's her quote. I told him no several times and asked him to stop, but he continued to attack me. He then pulled my pants off and violently raped me. Okay. Now, two things. <coughs> Excuse me. It could be absolutely 100% true because it's Mike Tyson. Yep. Okay. And he has, quote, a track record for forcible rape in situations like that. Although one time I didn't rape Robin Givens, I just asked her for sex and she said, okay. And then I stepped on her testicles. Shame on you, Mike. The woman's attorney said... Now, the woman could be lying. Okay, maybe she had some kind of... 30 years later, though, I'm, here's my problem with it. 
What if I believe her 100%? Okay, I do. Let's say I do. Where you been for 30 years? Yeah. 30 years. And how can you go back in time? Well, they have a law in, in, in New York now that says you can do that. It's the Adult Survivors Act, which gives sexual assault victims a one-year window to file lawsuits over assaults that happened years or even decades before. Wow. So you're going to have people coming out of the woodwork and who, who hate somebody or want to get some money out of the situation and making up stories. And you, now what are you going to do? You, you can pay her off? I don't know. It just seems to me like it's dicey because 30, it's the 30-year window that bothers me. And if it was true and it took her this long to finally get up the courage to admit it, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for everybody yep. involved, except, except Mike Tyson because he's a boxer and he's very rich. <laughs> a Boston man facing charges. Why? Rape. Oh. Uh, rape, assault, and attempted money extortion in a Boston hotel Monday afternoon of this week. According to Suffolk County District Attorney's Office, police responded to the double tree on Washington Street at 8 a.m. after getting a 911 call from a man who claimed his ex-girlfriend was in danger in that hotel. When police arrived at the fourth floor room, they found the female victim crying, sweating, and breathing heavily. The victim told officers that Herbert Jones, who was in the room when the police arrived, raped and hit her. Ooh. The victim also told police that Jones forced her to call her ex-boyfriend to request money. <coughs> hey, honey, it's me. Oh, so Could you... the, and the ex-boyfriend was the guy that blew the whistle? Yes. And said she was in trouble. Good. Could you do me a favor? I need some money over here. This guy who just raped me, <laughs> yeah. you know. So he was charged in Boston Municipal Court Tuesday with kidnapping, two counts of aggravated rape, two counts of assault and battery and threats. Man, that's a bad dude. And Judge James Stanton revoked his bail on an existing case for 60 days, ordered $50,000 bail on the new case, and ordered him to stay away from the victim and the incident location. Okay, you're persona non grata here. Oh, man. We have a report on you raping people, so we don't want you at our hotel. So I guess I cover all three of these stories under the umbrella of, you know, not a good week for the word rape. Yep. And anybody who I think who rapes should do life in prison. And shame on them. Yep. How's that? Eternal shame. How are we doing on time, Ben Kitchen? We've got uh, we've got some time left. Well, that, uh, obviously, but how many? How many minutes? No minutes. No minutes left. No minutes left. I hate when that happens. Oh, There's no Don't minutes. You? Left. I know. And I, I didn't even get to complain about anything today. It's like, it's like your time is running. Maybe you can give us a five-second complaint. Okay, a five-second complaint would be, uh, you know, every time I get in my car to... Uh, actually, every time I go down past my car to get to the mailbox... Mm -hmm.